0: The FTX cryptocurrency exchange billed itself as being the good guy of cryptocurrency that wasn't like other cryptocurrency exchanges. They had celebrity endorsements, partnerships with major financial YouTubers, and most people saw them as the good guy in cryptocurrency that was trustworthy and safe. But this myth was completely exploded over the past couple days as FTX went up in flames and customers lost billions of dollars. So what went wrong and more importantly, what does this mean for you and what does it mean for cryptocurrency? That's what we're talking about in today's video. Hey everyone, and welcome back. This is the Part-Time Economist, and in today's video, we are talking all about the implosion of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. If you're new to crypto, you might have no idea what's going on here. If you're accustomed to operating in the cryptocurrency world, you might think, another day, another failed cryptocurrency exchange, what else is new? But in reality, FTX is different because it really held itself out to be the trustworthy cryptocurrency Exchange. They promoted regulation and most people saw them as the good guys. So, in today's video, I want to very, very, very briefly touch on what happened with FTX and then, more importantly, talk about what this means for you, what this means for cryptocurrency. Now, we're also going to cover some of the key financial jargon that you might hear getting thrown around regarding FTX. So, what happened with FTX? Well, One thing I will say is that this story is so convoluted and corrupt that every day we're learning more about how bad things actually were. So anything I tell you in today's video is probably going to be 10 times worse by tomorrow or the end of the week. So I'll just give you the very, very basics of what's going on. FTX was a cryptocurrency exchange. People would deposit their money, they would trade cryptocurrency, they would buy cryptocurrency, they would store their cryptocurrency on the exchange. Now, behind the scenes, FTX wasn't exactly holding these customers' funds. Maybe they were lending them out, maybe they were lending them to themselves. We don't really know all the details, um, but The simple fact of the matter is they weren't keeping the funds for the customers. They were doing other things with them. Um, Over time, there started to be some rumors going around. Hey, FTX isn't really holding your funds, so you might want to pull them out now to be safe. Well, people start pulling out their funds. And more people start pulling out their funds. It's kind of a bank run. FTX pauses, customer withdraws. They say, Hey, we can't let you withdraw right now. And that's when things really start to break down. Essentially, it's an old style bank run. Now, when this bank run initially happened, people thought that it might just simply be something known as a liquidity crunch. In fact, competitor Binance said, Hey, FTX is having a liquidity crunch. We are going to step in. We're going to protect the users. We're going to sign a non binding LOI to fully acquire them and help cover the liquidity crunch. Now, at this point, people are thinking hey, FTX, they are solid. They're one of the, if not the most reputable cryptocurrency exchanges. There is no way there's fraudulent activity. They're good. They have good balances. People are just kind of freaking out and doing a bank run. It's kind of like in the old days, right? If there's a bank, people think they don't have money. They're going to pull their money out. The bank has the money. It just might be... Tied up in loans, it might be tied up in mortgages, it might be sitting at a Federal Reserve branch, right? They have the money, they just need the time to sell those assets, get the money, and give it to their customers. This is what people initially thought was happening. Hey, FTX is good, let's just give them some time, we'll scoop them up at a discount, we'll make a huge profit. Well, Binance actually backs out of this deal because as they start doing their due diligence, they realize this is not a simple liquidity crunch. It's not that FTX has these customer funds and they just need some time to free them up they just don't have them at all. It's a complete sham. And again, the magnitude of this is huge because FTX was really seen as the trustworthy cryptocurrency exchange. In fact, they were the ones promoting a lot of regulation. So a huge shock there. Over the next coming days, what we see happen, the token of the FTX exchange, FTT, essentially completely crashes. You can see that massive decrease there in the space of just less than 24 hours even. But what does this actually mean for the people that invested? What does this mean for you going forward? Well, when we invest in cryptocurrency or any financial asset, whether it's treasuries, whether it's stocks, mutual funds, even holding cash has risks. There are two types of risks. Now, the first risk is the type of risk that people think about. This is the asset-specific risk. If I'm investing in a startup company, I know there's a chance that it can fail. It's a startup. If I'm investing in a blue-chip company, there's a risk that it can fail. If I'm investing in gold, silver, Ethereum, Bitcoin, they can go up, they can go down. Most people have an idea that there's risk involved with the asset. But the kind of risk that FTX poses is with who you're actually doing business with. So if I invested in Bitcoin on FTX, I might say, yeah, I know Bitcoin can go up or down, but I'm still going to have my half a Bitcoin or one Bitcoin. But what if that Bitcoin isn't actually there? It would be like investing in gold or silver. You say, okay, I know gold can go up or it can go down, but what if the dealer doesn't actually give you a gold coin? They give you a fake, a copy. That's kind of what we're looking at here. It's not the asset that's causing the risk. It's things outside of that. And this is what I find so interesting, because as you read through these stories of people that invested with FTX, yes, some of them were investing in cryptocurrencies, volatile cryptocurrencies, but some people were literally storing stable coins on the exchange. These are people that said, hey, I don't want the risk. I don't want the volatility of crypto. I'm going to store it in a stable asset. So they thought they weren't exposing themselves to risk, but they were exposing themselves to a different kind of risk, which is FTX obviously not having their funds. So what's the big takeaway from all of this? Well, as I'm currently reading through this, it looks like FTX owes about $8 billion. And Again, we can get into how corrupt FTX is, what they're doing, um, but that's really not the point. They owe money. These people thought they had money, and it's going to be exceedingly difficult to actually get it back for them. And most people look at this and they say, cryptocurrency is a scam. Cryptocurrency is not trustworthy. And I, I say this every single time when I talked about Celsius, um, when we're talking about FTX. If you have cryptocurrency that is on an exchange... That is exactly what cryptocurrency was designed to prevent. If we look back to the history of Bitcoin, it was designed to allow people to self-custody their funds, to keep their assets safe without needing, in that case, a bank. So all these cryptocurrency exchanges, they are great for trading, right? That's the whole point. But for actually storing your assets that is not what cryptocurrency was intended to do. Cryptocurrency is you own your wallet, you own your cryptocurrency. Um, so what's going on here isn't, in my opinion, a failure of cryptocurrency. It's a failure to use cryptocurrency as it was intended. Cryptocurrency was never intended to be left sitting on an exchange. It was intended to be in your wallet, whether that's a mobile wallet, whether that's a paper wallet, whether that's like a ledger anything like that. When you take cryptocurrency and you deposit it with an exchange, and I've done lots of videos about different types of cryptocurrency storage methods. When you do that, you are not owning cryptocurrency anymore. You are owning a claim on an asset, which is no different than putting dollars in your bank. It's no different than putting stocks in your brokerage account. You do not actually own them. The company, in this case FTX, gives an IOU that says you own half a Bitcoin or whatever. And in some cases, this is actually worse than the traditional financial system, at least with stocks, right? I have sipic coverage, right? I have the assurance that if my brokerage goes down, the government will step in and make things right. If I have cash in a bank account, I have FDIC. And again, I'm speaking from a U.S. perspective. The government will step in and make me whole up to a certain amount, right? You don't have that with cryptocurrency. So storing your crypto on an exchange, I don't care how many celebrities or YouTubers endorse it. It is not the same as storing it yourself. It's not even the same as storing it with a bank or with a brokerage firm. So I want to be very clear on that um, because this is something that, unfortunately, I keep having to talk about over and over. Um, Cryptocurrency is designed to be stored and custodied by you. Leaving it on an exchange exposes you to risk of the exchange. Now, to be very clear, there's risk of storing it yourself, right? You could lose your device. You could lose your seed phrase. There's risk involved. And I've made other videos talking about those risk trade-offs, but I want to be very clear. When you store it on an exchange, you might not actually own the assets that you think you own. And this is exactly what we have seen with FTX with Celsius. So again, Just a general video, obviously, not financial advice, not telling you what to do, just trying to make sure you understand that number one, FTX imploded if you didn't know that. Um, Number two, even though they were the good guy in crypto, that didn't stop them from running a massive scam. And then number three, the only way to truly own your crypto is to keep it on a device that you actually own. Keeping it on any kind of an exchange exposes you to risk. So as always, I would like to thank you for watching the video. I hope you got something out of it and I'll see you next time.